All right, we are live. We are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are here with another episode of The Authority Project, where we treat you as the project. Well, you are the project, right? And we want to attach authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And I am here today uh, with my brand new friend here, Erica, with the Collective Commons. And she's going to tell us what she says. She's going to help us discover the power, the power of creating community. Is that right? Can you do this that, that for us today? Absolutely. Let's get into it, Brian. I love it. All right. We shall see. We shall see on this episode of The Authority Project. All right, we are back here, and I'm excited to get started here. But before we go through any of the of the whole details of community building and that kind of thing, tell us first of all who you are personally and then professionally. Absolutely, thank you, Brian. Uh, my name is Erica Cullum. I am based in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, originally from Detroit, but Nashville's been home now for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And I am a hostess. I'm a mother. I'm a partner. I'm a wannabe gardener. Um, I just really believe in trying to cultivate connections and sustainability in everything that I do. And so I've taken that from my personal life into my professional life with my business collective commons, um, where I practice as a certified holistic life coach and a connection facilitator and small business consultant. So I, you know, I can't, I can't put myself in one box, Brian. I want to be all the things. <laughs> I got it. I got it. And we have a couple of people in our audience who do what you do and probably will be very interested in what you're going to say today. So let's get started here. I want to first start with your before story, before you discovered community. What was that like? So I have been working for 20 something years um, in mostly with entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, You know, I started working after school at a doctor's office when I was in high school. And through the years, I have worked with professional athletes, um, professional entertainers. I've worked with creative teams. Um, I've done a lot of work in media and entertainment and I've just, you know, once it came down to anyone that's running your own business, I mean, you know, especially if you have a startup or, you know, you're employing people, you've gotten funding, there's a lot of people running around, you know, you've got a really small group that does a lot. So I'm used to wearing a lot of hats and I was kind of trying to distill what it was that I do. And I figured out that in all of those roles, no matter what it was, I was always kind of a mother way before Mm -hmm. I was, you know, physically a mother, Um, but also just... A lot of times in my corporate roles, I've, you know, called myself the glue that just kind of like helped bring everything together and stick it together. So my office often became um, like the the therapy center where people would come in and, you know, just need to talk or whatever it is, you know, that they want to do. But I've really found that connection is so important and 
collaboration over competition wins every day. And so I've spent over 20 years helping entrepreneurs do that in their businesses and making, you know, helping them put together all the pieces, helping them put together their teams so that, you know, especially when you're in a startup environment in a new company, you really need people that are invested. Um, And so really kind of locking arms with people and creating that connection is so important. And then I got into the point where I was like, you know, if I'm going to work this hard for everybody else, I'm going to do it for myself. Like, let's let's take the things that I'm good at. And let's instead of just helping one company, uh, I wanted to bring pieces of that into everything else. So here I am now. I love it. I love it. And I just you, I'm going to dive into I'm, I'm going to expand on what you just said just a second a second ago where about collaboration and one of my big things that I, that I try to preach right now to my audience is not to be so so solo mm-hmm. that you need help that you need um, people around you so with that said can you just dive into that and tell me tell us what turned you on to the community type of building and why why there's what, what's the power of community let's just let's go right there so the power of community, so <clears throat> we are so much greater than the sum of our parts. So I, I noticed this when I started doing um, like team building within organizations that, uh, you know, if you can just raise everyone's happiness level, everyone's, you know, just willingness and desire to be there and working with each other, that it just multiplies, you know, it's, it's exponential, the things that we can get done when we really take time to be there for each other, to take time to recognize that, you know, we're all here for the same reason, getting everybody on the same page and everybody working together. And so we're all wired differently, right? Like there's, there's this thing in our society where I think a lot of times we've been taught to be very individualistic. And while that has a place and a time, (laughs) everybody is built differently. And that's beautiful because we need all of those different perspectives and all of those different just ways of doing things to get the job done. And so... Um, you know, I, I started doing that work in, in corporate situations and just getting these phenomenal, like testimonials and feedback of, you know, how happy people were once, you know, they'd taken, whether it was a couple hours or a day to just like, be like, put the work aside and let's focus on being a team first, Um, and open up those lines of communication and build that trust um, so that we can really like push through with what needs to get done. So I think that, you know, if whether you're looking at it from that point of view, where in your business, you need to get your team all together to really like go further, or whether you want to do that, you know, when you're looking at your clients. So maybe it's just you and your business, but you're looking at your client base. Like, how do you make them feel included? How do you make them feel like they're a part of this thing that you've created? Because when people feel like they belong, when people feel like they have a space and, um, you know, that they're, they're part of something Mm -hmm. just, it, it creates this, this level for you know the next step where you can where you can go above and beyond. Awesome! Now you just segue to my next question because I'm going to ask you how how do you do that? So how, step by step, how does one build a community the correct way where people actually do feel belong 
that they belong, that they do feel that they're part of something special or different than the other others that are out there? Yeah. So I think that um, the first step is active listening. Um, and we see this a lot where, especially with like social media and stuff right now, a lot of times everyone's just telling you, you know, what they're thinking, but are you taking the time to listen? So, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's in your business and you have people that are working for or with you, making sure that they've got a regular time, space, place, where they can be heard and they know that you're actually not just going to like take in what they say, but you know, there's some action that's going to be followed up with that I think is important. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and maybe if you're a solopreneur and you're just trying to build your customer base, um, you know, be engaging, be engaging on your social media, be engaging in your marketing, ask people questions, um, really just try to get people involved, listen to what they want, listen to what they like, what they don't like, and don't ever be too proud to say, okay, you know, this is a thing that I did. And I, I hear you that, you know, you guys would like it a different way. Like we're all here to learn. So I think that, you know, you've got to, you've got to drop that ego down a little bit and just really (laughs) open yourself up to saying like, I'm here. Like what, how can we do this better? Like I, you know, we're better when we all collaborate and communicate together. So tell me, um, and be willing to listen to that feedback. That's a, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. I, I like how you're saying that. What do you say to the people who are just, cause a part of that is asking. And a lot of us have a fear of asking of those things. We know we're, we're okay. We're in our, we're in our little shell. Mm-hmm. We're good here, but asking those things makes people uncomfortable and why be uncomfortable? Erica, why? Why do it? (laughs) That's where all the great growth comes from. So I, um, I had to this retreat last month and one of the facilitators said something that's really stuck with me in that perfection is stagnation. Um, that, you know, if you think that you've got everything locked in and you're just rolling along and you don't think there's room for improvement, I mean, that's the, like, where do you go from there? So there's, there's always time, there's always space to grow and it does get uncomfortable, you know, but just like, you know, I, I revert back to nature a lot in my business. Um, and so if you, you know, were to look at like a seed, you know, how that works, it has to basically self implode and like tear itself apart so that it can grow. Um, and so I, I, I feel you that that's, it can be uncomfortable. Um, (laughs) but I just encourage you to, to push yourself. And if that's something that isn't easy for you to do, then, um, find somebody, find a mentor, find a coach, find a a confidant, a friend that, that will help you explore those places because you don't have to do it alone. Um, a lot of times it's, it's more helpful when you kind of have an outside source because a lot of times we get stuck in our own heads, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're afraid to ask, or we're afraid to do something because we're thinking just of me, me, me. But what you need to be thinking about is your client and, you know, what are the things that they'd be asking? What are the things that they want to know? Because really that's your ultimate goal. Your ultimate goal here should be to, to serve your clients because when that happens, your business grows, you get more clients and it's, it's a win for you. I love it. I love it. So 
tell us about, I mean, we're talking about the power of, 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 of creating community. What are the results that you've seen in your experience, maybe in the corporate world, maybe in the business, business um, uh, arena, about the results from, for, for you and the people that you, that you serve? Yeah, so I think, you know, whether it's going from corporate, you know, where we're building apps and websites or new products to whether it's just, um, you know, individuals hosting their business, when you get together with people, again, getting out of your own head and having a place where you can kind of bounce ideas off of each other, things like that, they just snowball. So it's it's kind of one of those ideas where, um, you get like the drop of water and as it's like rolling down the hill, it's like picking up other drops or a snowball or something. And it just, it kind of grows and grows and grows and multiplies. And mm-hmm. so it's definitely one of those things, you know, I, I host these groups for small business owners where we meet and we just kind of give each other a space to talk openly about like, what am I struggling with right now? Like, what do I need help with? And I can tell you right now as a business coach, like, yes, I usually have ideas, but when we have 10 people there sharing ideas, I mean, they come in hot (laughs) and there's, there's usually more than enough to go around. And so it's, it's really interesting the way that I've seen people working in groups. It's, it's like you supercharge each other. If, if that makes sense, because Mm -hmm you know, that energy just, it keeps multiplying. And so, um, you know, just like the old saying, two heads, they're better than one. And I think that if you're in a space where you have someone facilitating and kind of um, helping, you know, navigate the group that, you know, even 10 heads or 20 are even better than that one, because, diversity is is where you know we get to check all our blind spots and you know take a look from other perspectives to make sure that there's things that we aren't missing or overseeing or you know just even even tiny tiny tweaks that we can make to promotions or projects whatever you've got going on um i've always seen that when we collaborate in a in a structured way so it can't be one of those things where you know, I've also been in the corporate situations where we have, you know, five meetings a day and it's just everyone talking <laughs> and no action afterwards. Right, so right. I think community is really important when you're listening, when you're being honest and, and really speaking up about it, but then also when you hold each other accountable. And yeah. I think that that last piece is probably the most important because it's great if you guys get into a, a space and you've got all these ideas and, you know, you come away with pages and pages of notes and these are the things you're going to do. But at the end of the day, you have to do them. And so that's where I think a lot of people um, struggle. And I think that's why coaching has become so powerful because it's easy to let yourself down, but it's a lot harder to let somebody else down. And so finding some accountability wherever that feels right to you is um, a big piece of that. And that's that's what being in community helps with too, because then you know that you have these other people that are yeah. going to check in with you and be like, hey, Erica, you had that great idea last week. Where have you gotten with it? You know, yeah. and then you you just... Sometimes we need a little bit, a little bit of that extra push, especially mm-hmm. when we're working on our own. Because it's tough. Definitely working your own. Like you said, many, many hats. Mm-hmm. And 
it's hard sometimes when you're doing it all by yourself to get into, I mean, before you get into, I think a lot of our, our my audience here, we're, we are solopreneurs, but we're trying to get into that point where we can bring on a few people yeah. and, and make it a team, team kind of effort. So my question here, just to challenge you a little bit here, how does one lead? How does one lead a, a community like this where you get all those great things you're talking about? <laughs> you know, you get the accountability, you get a lot of great ideas. Is it about getting in the right people into those, into those? I mean, cause you, you don't want to put everybody into, sure. into a community, right? Mm -hmm. So what type of person do you have to be um, to start a community if, they, if you're doing it from scratch? And how, do, how does that look like to leading that type of environment? Sure. So I think there's, there's a lot of really great resources. I would say there's two kinds of communities that I'm thinking about in terms of your audience here. So one for the solopreneurs or, you know, people that have their own small businesses when you're trying to get some community together. And, you know, this doesn't necessarily, when I'm talking about community, it doesn't have to be like you have five people and you're meeting with them in one Zoom room once a month. Like <laughs> your community, it can be people here and there. And so um, as, a, as a small business owner, I recommend you find somebody that is ahead of you in where you want to be in your business. So someone that is doing what you want to be doing, you just really love the way that they're doing it and they can kind of, you know, willing, almost like a mentor. Um and then find someone that's kind of in the same space as you, maybe not necessarily a, an industry vertical, but in the same part of their business journey where you guys might be, you know, going through some of the same growing pains or challenges. And then if you're able to maybe find someone that is a little bit behind you um, so that you can kind of get all of the angles of that journey with you. And those can kind of be like your um, your own like board of, you know, chair, I don't know what the, what <laughs> your own personal board there for your business. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that those would be a great place to start if you've got a business and you're looking to kind of, you know, just get some fresh ideas and some perspective. Um, and then if you're building community as far as within your client or customer base, um, you really just have to invite people in. So that might not be a community where you're as interactive with them, but even just on your social media, your email lists or something like that, make sure that you're always inviting people into what it is you're doing and inviting their feedback, inviting their testimonials, inviting their product recommendations or whatever it is. Because, you know, people... People, if they if they appreciate your business and they like what you do, they're going to want to help you make it better. They're going to want to help, you know, spread the word. And if they feel like they've, you know, had something to do with your success, kind of like they've been there for a while and they've they've seen the transformation, they've seen the growth, then they're mm -hmm. just a lot more likely to stick with you. So um, those, I guess, are the the two different ways. But again, you know. Again, what like you were saying earlier, Brian, it's that asking, like you, you yeah. do ask, you have to ask and you have to invite. And, you know, that might be something, you know, not to get too spiritual, but like, that's just something you can ask for. That's something you can call in if, if you need it. There's this beautiful, is it the karate kid or is this an, uh, an older wisdom, but the, like when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Okay. Um, yeah. That, that whole kind of mentality. So yeah. when you're ready to, you know, 
think about, you know, I'm very into manifesting and things like that. So think about, you know, the things that you want, the the people that you want to be interacting with and um, yeah, call, call them in to, to whatever powers that be. I love it. I love it. So talk about mistakes. What do you see this when people are trying to build a, a, a team or a community, the things that you see people have done wrong when trying to do that? What what is what is what's the thing that you should not do? Um, so yeah, you should not probably cast too wide of a net and invite anybody and everybody into your community. So you need to be, um, you know, you need to be very clear on on what you are looking for. So I think that's one thing, especially, and I feel this too. You know, when you're starting out as a business, you don't quite know maybe who that is or what that looks like. But I think you you really need to define the kind of people that you are looking to be in community with um, and then put that out there. And, you know, here's the thing, and this is the beautiful thing about owning your own business, that can change. Your business can evolve with you. Um, so don't be afraid to be like, you know, if, if you've got, I've got someone that is doing like, uh, coaching, you know, parental coaching for, you know, people with kids and teaching their kids how to sleep or something like, okay, that might be what you're doing now, but you know, there's nothing to say that in a year or two, you can't be totally doing relationship coaching or whatever it is. Like Mm -hmm. you're allowed to change in your business. Um, but for where your business is right now, you just need to get very crystal clear and be very precise on, this is what it is I do. And these are the people that I am looking to attract. And And don't be afraid to give yourself some parameters there. Because if you're all in the business of just be like, just anybody that wants to connect, you're going <laughs> to get some people that are probably not going to be uh, productive for you to right. be talking to. So um, setting up your own boundaries as far as that goes, I think is really important. Um and as you know, as small business owners, sometimes we just get excited when somebody, when somebody like gives us an opportunity, or they're you know they seem to be interested. But my other advice would be trust your gut. Um, if you know you see an opportunity and you're like, mm, I don't know about that, then you don't you don't have to do it. Like there's there's nothing wrong with saying no. So I think um, sometimes with, with some of the small businesses and startups and stuff that I'm working on, sometimes we have limited resources. And so we're just like, Oh, here's an opportunity. I need to take it, but you don't. Um, If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. (laughs) I totally get that. I totally agree with that. So let's, let's take it there. Cause you said you're, you're a business coach. We we know you're, you're a coach. Tell us the, the, the benefits of being a coach um, when building a, a community, how 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 th- how that helps you with connecting with your with the people in your community and getting clients that way? How does that work? Yeah, um, I think that you know, coaching is is an industry that is is really taking off, and I I have to say, like, I had some doubts when I was like when this whole coaching certification thing just kind of like was a rabbit hole that I fell into one day on the internet and was like, Oh, like this and this, I was like, this kind of makes sense, but it just seemed weird. Like I, 
no offense, but I don't want to be a Tony Robbins, like, you know, <laughs> thousands of people having you walk across hot coals. Like that's, that's not my MO. And so, um, I think that there's a lot of different coaches out there and there's a lot of ways that the word is used, but at the end of the day, coaching is really just about helping people understand that they have their own answers. Um, and, that you're just there to help them find them. And so coaching, I think, really, really helps you sharpen your active listening skills. Um, and that's really, I think, what people need the most is sometimes they just need a place where they can kind of, I see so often in my coaching, like, People know what they want. They know what they need. Sometimes they just haven't been able to verbalize it. And so giving them a space where they can work through that. Um, and then it just all kind of starts making sense. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think coaching, coaching is a great way to, to help your clients. So, you know, I started as a consultant and I, I ended up in coaching and I do a mix of that. So I think that's, mm -hmm. you know, even if you are just doing consulting, I think having some coaching skills is really, really helpful because a lot of times as a consultant, you're like, oh, I know all these things. And you just right. kind of like start spewing them out. But right. when <laughs> you use your coaching skills, you can mm -hmm. actually ask really poignant questions. And I think you can you can then provide even better services to your clients because you've really been able to understand what their issues are or what their situations are. And you can get there a lot quicker than kind of going through the work and then finding it out later. Um, I think it. it helps do some of that, that prep work easier. Awesome. awesome. So I have one last question to ask all my guests here. And I think you've already kind of answered them a little bit, but what, what the heck anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> because this is the authority project, what is, if someone, someone is out there listening to this um, and they want to know how to do what you do, okay? So can you show them in just some quick, quick things that you've learned in your experience of how you've built yourself up until this point in being the authority in community building and team building, um, et cetera? Yeah. Um, so let's see. How do, how do you do this really quickly? Um, <laughs> I've done a lot of... Uh, kind of like psychological study work as far as, you know, conversational intelligence, emotional intelligence, just having people understand that just as humans, we are built to connect and that we learn by telling stories. And we can't do that if we're not with other people in community, right? So um, really understanding the foundational um, principles of how we are built that way and why it's so beneficial to us, I think was a great starting point for me. Um, then, like I said, you know, getting my coaching training has helped me and just tremendously. Like it's one of those things where I went through and, you know, working with a coach, I was just like, why doesn't everybody know about this? Like, this <laughs> is better than therapy. This is better than counseling. Like, because it's, it's helping you coaching is all about future goals. So, you know, we don't have to like relive past trauma or issues, but like future, like where do you want to be? How are we going to get you there? Um, so even if you are a coach, I think that investing in, 
in something, right? Because this is another thing too, as, as we get more into our business, like don't forget to invest in yourself. You're asking people to invest in you. Like, what are you investing in yourself? Um, I think that's been a lesson that has been really, really important to me as I've been working with my business because it's easy to get caught up in your own stuff. But um, again, getting that outside perspective from someone that, you know, can just be a little bit more unbiased is really helpful. Um, And that's another point as far as, you know, try to not put judgment on the things that you do. It's in your own business, you get so attached to ideas or products or things that you're doing. And I encourage you to take some time to try to look at them completely, you know, as an observer, like no adjectives, just this is like, does it make sense? Um, So right. (laughs) If if it's not working, it's not working. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, I, I think, you know, Working, investing in yourself, like making sure that you have the resources and, um, you know, that you're, you're getting some other feedback. And that was, that was one of the things that it took me a while because I, I like everything to be perfect before anybody sees it. And that doesn't necessarily fly, um, you know, as you're growing your business and you're just trying to learn. Sometimes you just need to, get started. That's, that's the Mm. hardest part, right? So get started. Mm. You can refine, you can edit, you can revise later on, but, um, just do it and, and get some feedback from people that you trust. I love it. That is perfect. That's perfect. And we are, we are, we are, we are, we are about done. You've done it. (gasps) Great stuff, girl. Unbelievable stuff. I love it. Um, um, just incredible stuff. I hope everybody gets to gets to understand what she's saying there about community is very, very, very important, and it, it can only help. It can't hurt. It can only help, right? It can only help. Yeah, no man is an island. We are <laughs> so much better when we work together. And I think you know, I I really don't know of very many instances where that is not true. So whether it's within your business, whether it's within your client base, like just find ways to kind of bring people in and make them feel like they are a part of it and you will go far. Awesome. You know, I missed the question today because I knew we were talking about it earlier, but let me just sneak this one in if you don't mind. Okay. Community because we were talking about, you know, you know, you're not on Facebook a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you need to get on there. But she said, you love Instagram. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So is part of that knowing where, where your community is online or maybe 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 you need to know where your your tribe is? You need to, yes, yeah. you need to know where your people are. And so, you know, like we were talking about, like, who do you want to be calling in? Like, you need to be... Well, you don't need to be, but I recommend that you really create like your ideal client avatar. And maybe there's, you start with just one, maybe it can be a few, but who are these people that one, you want to buy from you, but two, that, um, you know, are going to support you. And so really kind of zeroing in on that is going to help you figure out where's the best place for you to be finding them. Because yeah, for me, my, my audience is on Instagram, um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like you were talking earlier, Brian, that your audience is here on Facebook and and that's awesome. Like know where your people are and meet people, you know, don't be afraid to meet them where they are. You can't just, you know, be out there and you're like, well, I love Twitter, but the people that you want <laughs> to help are not on Twitter, then that's, you know, that's not going to help you. So do your research. I love it. Okay. I got you. That is perfect. 
Nailed it. Nailed it. Awesome stuff. And we are about done. We went a little over time, but it's okay. No, two minutes, whatever. So please tell us, tell us where they can find you to connect with you further. Yeah. So collective-commons.com is the website. All my socials are on there. Um, You can find me there. I do personal coaching, um, business coaching. And then I also have pods, which are monthly meetups. So I have some personal development ones where we do a little bit of spiritual growth work. But then I also have pro pods, which are for my entrepreneurs. And so we meet once a month and there's a couple different days. So you can pick what time works best for you. But um, we're going to talk about what kind of things are going on. It's basically just a chance to be in community with other people that are in your shoes where you can get some feedback. Um, Sometimes we do some like like a presentation of how to do a specific thing. And then we have an online community so that you can find some accountability when we are not in the pod. So I love it. I love it. And I love the pod reference. It's an incredible, it's a beautiful site. Might (laughs) might I ask, might I say rather awesome stuff. Go check her out. Incredible girl. And, and, um, Hey, I have nothing else to say just perfect today. So that is all for this episode of the authority project. But before you leave, Please check, you know, you know, what we got a lot going on because we, we are just now transforming ourselves into the actual podcast. We were doing live streaming for a while. Now we're pushing out a whole bunch of content onto the podcast, the authority project.live. You want to go there and check those check those out. We have 20, 20 episodes up right now. We're getting a ton more going your way very shortly. So go check this out. We have a giveaway to celebrate this thing for the next eight weeks. I'm giving away a prize each week. This week, we have the, the microphone that is right in front of me, plus the pop filter. I'm giving that away this week. Um, if you don't want a microphone, maybe you can, we'll give you an Amazon gift card, whatever. It doesn't matter. So <laughs> check that out. Um, I thought I had a site for that, but just check me out. DM me, whatever. Or go to my profile on Facebook, and I'll, it, it's all over the place. You can't, you can't, you can't miss it to join that, that, join that giveaway. And lastly, the authority the Authority Builds Academy, where you can check us out there, um, where we do authority building and being helping us deliver, helping us develop our authority, just like Erica does for her community. It's a great thing. And I appreciate her for coming in and let us and check and doing her thing for us today. Awesome stuff. Awesome sauce. And we are out with this episode of The Authority Project. <laughs>